Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the Way Shamanism Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica. I am an Essene shaman and here I share all about my work with you. And this is all based on my own experiences and opinions, never a substitute for medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am kind of on a high because of a journey that I just did with our group in Shamanic Initiation. So this is a really profound experience that I would love to share with you all to give hope, to give some insight in what's possible with journeying and with the power of the tree of life. And also there are some things in there that I think will help give you a little bit more insights when it comes to things like setting spirits free, anointing, all of that. So I have been journeying for a while with this group in initiation. It's a really great group. They, um, are being initiated on the path of Essene shamanism of the way. They are integrating um, the Essene way of life. They are journeying more and more. And really profound things have happened in that group just in the past few months since they started, like really intense journeys, soul retrievals, very strong relationships with their guides that are felt in everyday life and they're receiving so much guidance and uh, support from their guides so it's really it's working guys it's uh really um it's kind of snowballed <laughs> into uh into something really amazing and more powerful than i had ever thought was possible so today we had one of our live calls which we uh, will do regularly and what we do there is different every time but today we had a journey together and I determine what the journey is and I basically have the group do a blind journey together where they don't know where they're journeying to so in this case I think that I can share where they went. They went to Shambhala. So this is a heavenly kingdom that's described in ancient Buddhist, tantric, Tibetan traditions. It is a heavenly realm where many, many beings reside that are here to help us, that are here for the highest good, that are here to help us heal and to help us shift from a downhill service to self materialistic timeline onto one that is aligned with the tree of life and the highest good so i have had uh, different groups of students journey to this place and it's been incredibly powerful every time and it was so beautiful to see with this group how their practice and their experience pays off because they were connecting so fast they were having so many very accurate visuals as well. They were connecting with the beings very fast where they literally felt 
the physical hands of these beings reaching out to them and coming in for healing. So before going here and taking them here, I, of course, asked permission to take them there. And I felt how excited and ready these beings on the other side were, how excited to connect with them. I had them give uh, astral gifts to the beings there and in exchange not that it's necessarily a transactional relationship at all because these beings exist to help the tree of life and us heal but it was the most incredible exchange so what actually happened was at the beginning of this call one very dear uh, student in the group said can i just ask you about this thing that just happened because it's been really um messing with my energy so what she had heard from her uh, friend was something that i've described in previous episodes so trigger alert just to be able to explain the situation it's going to get very dark for a moment so she lives in australia as well australia as you know it's just massive endless terrain, land. So you already know that there's a lot of nefarious stuff going on here just because of the lack of social control. Although I will say that the population in the Netherlands where I'm from and Australia is about the same, even though (laughs) the Netherlands is like a fraction of a fraction of the size of Australia and there's a lot of nefarious stuff happening in the Netherlands as well. So In any case, she had heard what had been happening in the next town over. So there was this house where this family lived and it was a multi-generational incest family where a lot of abuse was happening. There were so many women being impregnated, but the babies would never be seen. And ultimately, they apparently found um, in the back of this, I don't know how to call it. In any case, it was an obvious a ritual abuse, uh, multi-generational um, fragmentation situation. Let's just call it that. So when a lot of these sacrifices take place on a piece of land, what happens here in, let's say, legalistic spiritual terms is the shedding of innocent blood. And the shedding of innocent blood is basically a spiritual contract that happens so when innocent blood is shed it's well for the people that do this there are many different let's say quote-unquote benefits for them that come with this of course the power from the entities that they attach to and this is why they are multi-generational incest families because what happens and this was all perfected I hate using words like perfected and benefit, but this is really for the lack of my English grammar and also just, you know, from the dark side, this is how they see and do things. The system of soul fragmentation had been perfected into detail and they knew, they know, and they master this dark, uh, perverted art, let's say. That when you have multi-generational incest victims and that trauma is passed on generationally, you start to build in fragmentation into almost the genetics. Although I wholeheartedly believe and know that our genetic code is God-given and can be completely aligned and healed and restored according to divine will 
that's for the highest good of not just the being but also the collective but what this generational trauma and especially when it's sexual trauma allows them to do is attach many different beings demonic beings to all the different soul parts that are built in with the fragmentation of course there is the sex magic itself then there is usually trafficking of other things going on um i have covered this in a different episode and it's not really what this episode is about what you just need to know for this one is that many 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 innocent children were killed in that town and they had started coming to her after she had heard this story so when people get into practicing journeying of the Essene way what happens when people start let's say having shamanic journeys plant medicine induced or other psychedelic experiences and they kind of get lost on the path of shamanism which is why I actually do not like the term shamanism I feel like it's a little too late (laughs) for me to kind of back out of it but I'm in a process of embracing the term and trying to align it with the light and with the tree of life because there is so much confusion and chaos and soul fragmentation and dark stuff going on as well in this realm but when people get lost they start to get spirits attaching to them. When people journey the Essene way, which is the tree of life way, which is conscious, sober, holistic, it's about healing and it's about divinity, you get recruited by God to do very special things that often include spiritual battles, spiritual warfare. So we started out this call with me giving her guidance in this situation on what to do So I explained uh, what I knew about this to her more in depth and also why it's actually a beautiful thing when this comes up because it means that she has been chosen to help bring healing to the situation. So as much as we can totally feel sick, especially when we're so sensitive, when we hear stories like this and yeah it can a lot of people spiral into depression when they first learn about what's actually going on in the world and what humans are capable of because of the demonic entities that attach to them and make them do these things and addicted to these things and perpetuate them generation upon generation is that we can get a little bit um that the the darkness of it starts to kind of become this cloud hanging over you and we have to really consciously align with the light in in the situation so a really great straightforward thing that we can go to to help bring healing is always anointing that should always be your number one go-to for protection so i really kind of left it there and suggested that to keep a little bit of a boundary that she anoints the tires of her car and just drive around the town and in that way help set the land free and give her a prayer for remitting the shedding of innocent blood. So that's basically undoing the innocent bloodshed that happened there and also the demonic soul ties that that um, facilitated to set the spirits free of the children that were stuck there and that were basically 
don't want to say harassing her, but asking for help. So we went into our call. We did a beautiful protection practice. Now I know why we did this. So then we went into the journey and we were connecting with the beings of Shambhala. They were connecting beautifully. They were getting so much incredible information. They were giving gifts to the beings there. Everyone was experiencing this heart opening. So when I've done this with other groups as well, they experience such a tremendous heart opening. They see so many of the same things. Um, the physical sensations are pretty similar. And everyone was just having their own unique experience and connection and downloads and healing. And um, it was really special to be a part of. So when we were there, at some point I asked her, to ask for guidance on this situation that had just come up and that was really throwing her off. So what she got was to actually help the spirits move up and be released and go to heaven. So ultimately, I asked her to go in and do this right now on the spot. So I told her, and I think that this is really helpful for other people who have their own journey in practice, is to use your body. So actually use your arms and your hands to move energy out. Move your breath to blow uh, clarity and purity and release into the field. So we started doing this and then supported her as a group. So what happened was that actually you could physically feel all of the children and the souls and it were so 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 many so what happens with this trauma is that with a lot of souls and especially when it comes to embryos and small babies they get stuck often this is the same that happens uh, with abortion so I'm not going to go into this very in-depth in this episode but abortion is a practice that is a part of this system that I described at the beginning of this episode. So whether it should be legal or not, that's a whole different question. Um, also acknowledging that there are obviously, like in this situation, many women that get impregnated against their will by family members, um, practices that are obviously not of God and not God's will. But just abortion in itself is murder. So it is a part of this ritual, sacrificial system. And it has to do with the cannibalism and all of the dark stuff that she was feeling. So when we were doing this, we were actually in that moment all together helping these children to go to heaven and to release the attachment that they had to earth and to the land and let them know that they were safe and they were loved and they're supported and this was so incredibly profound i think we were all crying and all of these little beings they were going up further and further you could physically feel them releasing and going to heaven and there were so 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 many of them and the Shambhala beings were actually assisting us in the process. And there were so many of them helping us. And it was just 
the most divinely orchestrated um, healing that happened because <laughs> also this morning I did a liver cleanse, which is one of my favorite things to do, not just for purification and health, but every time I do it, I get very strong downloads of things that I need to do. So basically, source got telling me to do specific things. And this morning, it was, again, helping ritual abuse victims. So I, of course, with my practical Taurus brain, like we all do, went into like, okay, let me see if I can reach out to some organizations, maybe offer journeys. But I have obviously considered this many times before, but I have been kind of thinking about how to tread that thin line of um, unsolicited services, you know, it can be, I don't want, I want to do it in the right way. So I was kind of grappling with, you know, those types of questions, because when you do this, it really affects and very much strengthens your relationship with the divine. It brings up a lot of things. It can be very confronting. So that's why I always find it so important that people come to me and that there is obvious consent and free will and that people invest in this experience and take responsibility for it. And this is why in general, I don't offer this for free to people also because I can smell the burnout <laughs> and I have been for about a year. So I'm very even more um, meticulous with my schedule, but in short, these are all of these things that were coming up around this question of how do I help more people um, that have gone through this trauma. So, of course, we can never comprehend how efficient and quick the divine works, how uh, easy and effective God can make this for us and how immediate. So, of course, this was brought to our call to do all together and the i want to i don't want to say her name here but the the person who brought this to us she felt this incredible immediate relief from the situation we were all so blown away and stunned afterwards it is hard to put into words how special it is when you especially as a group because the power just magnifies exponentially with every extra person that's there. How profound this was and how we all need each other interdimensionally to heal. So I really wanted to share this, of course, with her consent to share it anonymously. Share this uh, beautiful experience with you and how unexpected and powerful source works through each and every one of us. And especially when we come together with two people or more, healing is going to take place. That is just natural law. And there's really no limits to what we can do with this work when we just offer ourselves up to facilitate healing. And the beautiful thing is that we benefit from it as it flows through us. And then the recipients of it benefits and the tree of life grows. So there are only winners in this work. And I'm just so incredibly proud of everyone in this group and so grateful for each and every soul 
and um, their trust in me, your trust, your time. So about the previous episode about transgenderism, just to kind of close, I received so many great responses to this episode and I did also this is kind of my lack of preparation sometimes so taking full responsibility for that I didn't quite word some things exactly the way that I wish that I had because I think somewhere in the beginning I describe how women are to put it very bluntly without the nuance without the context are really good let's say subjects for manipulation and influence and molding i didn't say it like that you have to go back and listen to the episode to really kind of get my message so i am really taking my own words out of context here but this is how i kind of feared that it could be interpreted and literally no one came to me with any feedback about anything that i said there so this is just me wanting to be very clear If you listen to the episode, know that what I was trying to bring across is that when you are traumatized and you have a strong presence of feminine qualities, that can leave you very impressionable. And that is then where we put sometimes too much trust in medical practitioners. That's all that I wanted to say about that. And as for today's episode, I just really wanted to share this beautiful experience just to uplift your spirit and especially with the more darker topics that we've been covering lately, it can make you kind of sit with that feeling like, okay, what now and how do we connect to the light and how do we bring light into this trauma and how do we make this positive And this is how we do it. And this is also exactly why we journey. So I'm so grateful that this came up today and that we were able to do this for all of those souls and that we got such beautiful help. I really cannot, words don't do justice to how profound and beautiful this experience was. So I will leave you with that and see you in the next episode. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 